Now, it's time for Spotlight on Business, where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community. Now, from Michiana's Morning News, it's Laura Smith. Welcome to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. This is the week that we actually shine a light on all things interior design. And for that, we bring in the big guns, uh, the star of the show. She is not only an interior designer, but she is an owner of a business in Elkhart, Indiana, that is absolutely beautiful interior motives by 321. Her name's Angie Rockenbaugh. Thanks for coming back, as always. Well, thank you again for inviting me back. I look forward to this. I do, too. We all do. In fact, uh, John loves it so much, he wants to join in today because we we just spent an hour... Talking about interior design, the three of us, before the show even started, we should have had it rolling, the recording, you know, the tape. I think John would be the perfect client. Well, okay, yeah, because this is pretty much what I said to Angie. I said, you know, I like have no opinions about any of this stuff. This is why John is the perfect client. It's like, (laughs) I, if my wife's happy with it, then I'm okay with it. And in fact, I was even telling Angie that, you know, my wife gets mad at me and very frustrated because she's like, well, you have to have an opinion about this. And I'm like, I do not have to have an opinion about what kind of paint, what kind of furniture, what kind of anything. Or even color. You You decide. You decide. And if you like it, then I like it. And then I tell her, I am just along for the ride. Okay, and you you think that's a perfect client? Why, Angie? Because he has no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> He'll let you do whatever you want to do. No, actually, I have to be honest. Sometimes they are the more difficult client because I can't read them, oh. and so it is kind of a little bit of a challenge. I had a client, a bachelor, that was like that, and it's like I would show him stuff, and I'm like, "Well, what do you think?" And he just kind of shake, you know, shrug his shoulders, like, "I don't know. Do I like it?" So it is. I do have to then go from there. I have to figure out what you do like. Okay, but my thing is always, uh, because I like to hire things done. I like to do as little around the house as possible. And If I can hire it out, then I do. But my thing is like, if you're an expert at what you do, and for the most part, I like everything I see that you do, then you're the expert. So you can, I'm hiring you to put your input and your thoughts and your design into it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think it's just because I can't, you know, if they don't get excited about it, then it's it's kind of like, well, do they like it? Do they not like it? It's hard to read them. It's hard to read them. But they love it when it's done. I just have to get used to the lack of, (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, you did say you wanted to focus on today, dispelling the myths of working with an interior designer. Yes. So... Uh, what are they? I'm sure there's a lot of them. There are a lot. And so it was kind of fun to think about this and and because there are several. But I think the number one um, myth to dispel is that hiring an interior designer is too expensive. Okay. I think that's probably what I hear a lot is, you know, like I'll have people come into the shop and they ask what I do and I tell them and then they're like, oh, well, you're too expensive. And it's like, we haven't even talked about price. How would you even know? And so that's one that I feel like we really need to explain that even though we do cost money and it's all relative, you know, what you can afford, but you are about to invest a lot of money into your biggest asset. And so why wouldn't you have someone with the knowledge and the expertise guide you and walk beside you during the process And I, that's what I'm trying to 
help people do. And it's kind of like if you had to go to trial, would you do it yourself or would you hire an attorney? You know, or if you need to do yes. your taxes or if you have something like that, are you going to do it yourself or are you going to hire an accountant? So it's not so much that hiring an interior designer is considered a luxury. It's, and I think that's what people think when actually it's we are there to walk beside you to help you make the right decision and be an advocate for you. We are kind of the middleman um, between you and the contractor. Right. And you know what I think also in terms of saving money, if you have a beautifully designed place and one that an interior designer has done, it's not going to be something that you're going to feel like you need to change out in two years because exactly. they have the vision and they have the knowledge and they have the good taste, quite frankly, mm-hmm. to to then get you to a place where you won't you shouldn't have to redo your house exactly in five ten or even twenty years right right and it's funny I can go back into someone's home that I've done I can now say over twenty years ago and not much has changed and they'll tell me I love my house well I've brought out their personality I've brought out what they love to live in and what is their haven for lack of a better phrase and it doesn't have to change so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. And you said the key thing there was finding what the the person loves. But John came on and said he doesn't have an opinion about what he loves. So how do you, when you have a John that you're working with, find, you know, find out what their tastes are? It's all about getting to know the client at the get go. And I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, I could probably sit with John for a couple of hours and figure out, okay, this is probably what he would like. Even though he doesn't have an opinion, I could put him in a couple of different settings and I could probably get him uncomfortable pretty fast. (laughs) So, you know what, though, the the thing is, is like I could come to you and say, uh, Angie, I want you to redo our living room. I hate the color purple. So whatever you do, no purple. Right. You may look at my living room and, and I've, you know, I've learned along the way to trust others when they have the vision because it's like, I once said to Laura, I said, when I lived in Arizona, this is a true conversation we had. I said, when I lived in Arizona, everything in our house was orange. Our walls were orange. And I said, only in Arizona can you get away with that. And then Laura said to me, well, I have lots of orange in my house. And I'm like, what, really? Mm-hmm. And then she showed me pictures. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is beautiful. She showed me pictures of her mm-hmm. living room and stuff. I'm like, wow, that is really well put together. And it's like stuff like that where, like, if I came to you and I said, I don't like purple, but you may have a vision for like a purple accent wall or purple accents. It's like one time someone told me they were painting their doors black, all their inside doors black. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why in the world would you do that? And then when I saw what they did around the doors and how it flowed with the rest of everything else in the house, I was like, wow, that looks so sharp, classy, and fancy. Like I just walked into like somebody's like upscale penthouse. Yeah. So, I mean, I've kind of learned along the way that I may not have the vision, someone else does, so I can't just walk around with my blanket statements and expect that that's going to fly because I might be uh, not treating myself to something that I might actually like. Right. I think that is very um, humble of you to express how, you know, the process and how it works for you. And I think I would venture to say John is like a lot of people in that Mm -hmm, sense then. mm -hmm. So he may have a preconceived idea of what he likes or doesn't like. But then working with you, Angie, you're going to bring so many years of experience to the table and so much knowledge of, of color combinations and that 
you might right there be able to dispel, you know, some of what they think they know. Mm-hmm. They don't know maybe what they don't right, know. Right. Well, and the other thing, too, and I've learned this along the way, is like trust the people you hire. You hired them for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like if I hired you to come do something at my house. I am not going to, you know, pay you just so I can sit there and fight with you mm-hmm. about every little... Or micromanage your choices. Yeah. I mean... Yes. It, it's, Please do not micromanage us. <laughs> yeah. Does that happen a lot to yes. you, Andy? <laughs> not a lot, but when it does, it just gets so tiring because there's only so much I can do. And right now there's, you know, when I get micromanaged about schedules especially after COVID, I have no control over, you know, when furniture's coming in, when things are going to happen. It's all based on the supplier. And, you know, I've, I've got a situation like that right now where it's like, I cannot promise you an exact date. Yeah. You can ask me every day and I'm still going to tell you, I just don't know. And that's been a little overwhelming. It's when you have a design in you're trying to implement it. Sometimes you just have to let the time be what it is. Mm-hmm. And when time starts delegating the project, I guarantee that Murphy's law is going to move in and it is going to take over the project. And that's what gets really frustrating then because they're so worried about getting it done that that's what becomes the focus. And then they lose sight of the whole the process process. And the overall, you know, it's like I've told people so many times, you know what, a year from now, it's not going to matter, but it's done. But unfortunately, I've had furniture that's been over a year out. Oh, yeah. You know, and so it's really. Oh, yeah. Does uh, vendors right now? I mean, there's some even now because I I thought that whole supply chain thing had sort of rectified itself. It Uh, has to some degree. But, you know, we're still at the mercy of foreign countries. And so, you know, we've got um, appliances. There's some appliances. They're a year and a half. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, yeah. So you just have, I know that we live in a society where it's instant gratification and I understand you want to get your project done and nobody wants to get get it done more than me. But sometimes you just have to wait it out and it'll be worth it in the long run. But That's just, those are just some of the things that as a designer, we're working on behind the scenes to take the stress off of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hear what she's saying, because before I knew Angie, this goes back over a year ago, we ordered a piece of furniture from a furniture store and it was like January when we walked in, they said, it'll be here in March. And we were like, wow, March, you know, when we got that furniture, August. Oh, yeah. But you know what? It's just that's the way it was mm-hmm. a year ago. It is a little better. Like Angie said, now it's like well, our microwave went on the fritz. So we had to get a replacement microwave and we got that within two days. And uh, so that was great. And I and I even said to my wife, I said, hey, maybe the supply chain is starting to work out a little bit because I was because I told my wife, I said, we probably won't have a microwave for three months now. Yeah. So I was surprised when we got one. And in a lot of ways, there are um, suppliers that are delivering. And if you can work around those, you know, things are in stock. That's great. But the custom things, um, they still take some time. Yeah. So. And, and it's not an Angie Rockenbach thing. It's not mm-hmm. an interior uh, motives thing. It's just a, this is how the world is right now. And mm-hmm. we're all trying to get along as best we can. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you? Is there ever a point where it's taking so long that you just sort of switch, change courses and 
stop the order and go with a different supplier? Yeah, definitely. But there are times where that is a key piece. And if you can just be patient and when it gets here, it'll be worth it. So it just kind of depends on the situation. You know, if it's a cabinet that isn't the focal point of the space, yeah, we can probably find something else that will be just as beautiful. But if it's something that you've based the whole design around and you know it's coming, but it's just going to take some time, again, just be patient. It'll be worth it because, you know, when you get it, it'll be great and you'll love it. You'll love it for a long, long time. It's not like you're going to get the piece and then throw it away in a year. You know, the goal is for you to keep it for a long, long time. Okay. So myth number one was it's too expensive to work with a designer and... Um, you know, so that's it's good to know that people might be able to find it in within their budget, their own personal budget. Do you work on a sliding scale or do you is it is it do you get charged by the hour? How do I know interior designers have a whole different model in mm-hmm. terms of how they charge? Um, For me, we have I work on an hourly rate. And so but with the hourly rate, you know, I do share some discounts that I receive. But I think a lot of it is just the fact that I'm saving you time because I know the industry well enough to source things that I'm not wasting hours because I have no idea where anything is. I'm saving you time. I'm saving you money because we're getting it right the first time. You know, we're scaling the furniture to fit the space properly. We're making sure that, you know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? There's just so many details that overlap that that all goes into a room or a kitchen. Interesting stuff. And we're going to dispel more myths about the interior design industry with a true expert right here in our own area. Angie Rockenbaugh of Interior Motives at 224 South Main Street in Elkhart, Indiana. Absolutely beautiful store. And she's beautiful, too. So go in. Meet her, find out what maybe can spruce your house up and cost you less than you thought it would or just make you love it all the more. You're listening to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. We'll be right back.